Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story is about one of the most unique competitions in the world and a desperate urge to win. As we have reported before, each year in the town of Rima in Saudi Arabia, during part of the King Abdulaziz Camel Festival, competitors gather for a big camel beauty contest. No, I'm not kidding. A camel beauty contest. During the competition, camels are judged not only on their size and their hump, but also on their droopy lip and large features. This year, though, 12 camels and their breeders have been disqualified from the contest after it was found that those camels had been injected with Botox to improve their appearance. I've never seen a good-looking camel, have you? I mean, <laughs> can't sir, say that I have. I, no, I don't know. There's not enough Botox to make that thing look good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <sighs> well, Cliff... 20, yes. 2020 is definitely not going to win any awards when we someday look back on it. But yeah, I think we've reached that part of the year right now where the band, you know, starts playing the rack wrap up music and like an award show where you shuffle you off the stage, you know, <laughs> right. giving your a time speech. is up. Yes, your time <laughs> is up. Cliff, on the way to work this morning, yes, it just popped into my head this whole mm-hmm. virus mess deal. Yeah. A, a business that I had not even thought of how it would affect that business, and that would be a bowling alley. Well, yeah, I mean, that was when they, back in March, that was one of the businesses that would just shut down. But I kind of oh. forgot all about that. <laughs> but when you think of it, I mean, you're sticking yeah. your fingers in yeah. holes where everybody else has had their fingers, too. And you know, people's fingers, I mean, they're licking them and they're doing all kinds of things with them. And um, that's kind of, that's kind of weird that we do that to begin with. I mean, really. (laughs) That's why it's very, I mean, those folks who are serious about their bowling will bring their own balls. Well, yes. (laughs) You know, I used to bowl a little bit, but I was horrible at that game. Yeah. Absolutely terrible at it. I think, Cliff, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know this to be a true fact, but I believe it is, here in town yeah. at the Princeton Bowling Alley, Yeah, I believe I am the only person to ever bowl there uh-huh. who the people around me screamed, airball, whenever I <laughs> threw stuff. The working world is silent because of the pandemic. This company in New York State now hiring. You don't even have to leave the house to clock in. And while it is a temporary position, it will leave you with some valuable resume material, especially if you're considering future employment at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Tushies makes a wide variety of products designed to make it easier for people to poop. And in this summer, they're looking for someone to fill a high-level research position in the company. The official title is Vice President of Fecal Matters, And the job duties are pretty simple. Install one of their bidet attachments to your toilet, then poop every day for three months. Record what you're doing, 
being sure to include the differences you're feeling with the company-supplied butt-cleaning products versus regular rolled toilet paper. And they'll pay you $10,000 for your efforts, enough to leave your bank account flush with cash. If you're interested in what's being described as the number two job at the company, you'll want to have project management skills because job functions include analyzing and documenting your own pooping habits, producing video content for social media, and just in general, a lot of pooping. They don't want photos by any chance, do they, Cliff? (laughs) Well, I would assume not. Yes, I would hope not. I would hope not. (laughs) I would hope not, too. Yes. Well, Cliff, it's weird and wonderful, the things that I learned by text message here at Country Uh 981. Seriously? Seriously. I learned something almost, if not every day, every other day. And I learned today that if flies are bothering you, put out a little cup of butter and they will leave you alone. Had you ever heard that before in your life? I've never heard that before in my entire life. I haven't either. But we had a listener that said they were at a restaurant and basically the flies were trying to overtake their food. Okay. Now, it makes me wonder why they're in that restaurant, you know, because (laughs) if the flies are that bad in there... But he asked the waitress for a little cup of butter, and then yeah. the flies all went to the butter and left him alone. I thought that was a wonderful idea, and you need to find a better restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps the sign on the door cliff that says, sorry, we're open, could have been the, <laughs> sorry, we're open. <laughs> could have been the clue there that you're in the wrong place. It's out. It's available for us to get, and I don't know why, actually. it's What, um, what is that? Hard seltzer-flavored ice cream. It now exists <laughs> in the world. Is this necessary? I don't apparently know. it is. Apparently, a company called Truly Hard Seltzer teams yeah. up with Tipsy Scoop, and when they got together, they had an alcoholic ice cream. It's 5% so it's, alcohol. So it's alcoholic ice cream. Yes. And they say you could get drunk on it if you ate enough of it. Okay. And they're not real sure right now how many calories are in it. And I find that weird. (laughs) You would think there's all all way of scientific analysis so that they can know what those numbers are. You would think so. And I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know anyone that's ever went out and got drunk Worried about the calorie intake they were having at that time. You know what I'm saying, Cliff? It's You're right. Like, those are two, those are two separate things. <laughs> I mean, although they do sell, you know, like a light beer, right? And there's other, you know, beers with reduced carbs. If you're, you know, trying to hold back carbs and whatnot. But generally, if you're drinking, you just want to be drinking. I just. <laughs> You, you're not adding up anything, or you're just no. You're not. You're not counting points or calories or anything like that. You're just pounding down the booze. Yeah, you're maybe you know counting bottles. <laughs> There's <right>. four over there. <laughs> I'm sitting in my car yesterday afternoon in the parking lot of a grocery store. Okay. And I get my mask out of the console and I start putting it on. And I swear, Cliff, I heard in my head a voice say, "Yeah." Tie it tight so you can't get a potato chip in your mouth. <laughs> Do you have any idea whose voice that was? I think that was mine, Cliff, because... <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Weed, when it comes to a dispute, there's nothing more American than having your day in court. And apparently such will be the case for Chris Hedstrom, 
an Odessa, Florida woman who's filed suit against her neighbor seeking either a refund or proof that what she bought from her back in December is the real deal. It turns out Hedstrom paid $900 to the neighbor for five Nigerian dwarf goats. But when she went to register the goats with the American Dairy Goat Association, the group told her that they needed DNA to prove that they were purebred before registration would be issued. The neighbor then refused to hand over hair follicles from the parents for the testing purpose. Hedstrom said she wanted those samples, and she wasn't kidding. The suit seeks either the samples or her $900 back, with the judge hearing the case already already indicating that whoever wins, the outcome for someone will be bad. I knew that was coming. <laughs> it was like a bullet coming right at me, and I couldn't dodge it, Cliff. You couldn't duck it. Yep, I could not. <laughs> wow, Cliff, just wow. I mean, wow, wow. What? I've had two about? calls and at least one text message telling you to get your yeah. animal sounds correct because that's not what a goat sounds like. We even have a voice message of what a goat actually sounds like, and I'm like, I like the bad better than I do the goat sound. <laughs> and I can't find this story, Cliff, to get all the details in it, but I'm okay. going by memory here. Okay. But there's a man in China that is suing his girlfriend because she broke his dentures while kissing. And he's suing her for (laughs) 480-some-odd dollars because he says she was too aggressive while kissing him and broke his dentures. And I'm telling you, Cliff, I would wear that as a badge of honor if somebody ever sued me for that and wanted 480 bucks. I would give them the 480 bucks just if they would go around telling everybody that, you know, I was too aggressive kissing too aggressive while kissing. Yes. Would that not be a badge of honor, Cliff? I mean, I might well, even get a little trophy and carry it around. <laughs> Two big lips or something like that. For you, I mean, you could get you you'd wear a badge of honor if you even just had a thing that said, "I got to kiss somebody." Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Besides the mirror. Oh, no. Well, now would be the time to call 812-386-1250. We're waiting for you for no prize, just punishment. Yep. And the uh, calls have been coming in, Cliff, voice messages saying, throw off, throw off, I want to hear the song. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you do not want to hear that song. I, I got to admit, the curiosity has just gotten me wanting to hear the song. <laughs> well, I'm hoping we get a winner. Let's go to the phone line, Cliff, and okay. let's see who we have. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? This is Ken Getty. Ken, where are you from? Fort Branch, Indiana. Okay, so were you by chance listening yesterday when we had a caller from Fort Branch, Indiana, on for this segment of the program? Sure was. Uh, Can you promise at this point now we will not have a reoccurrence of what we had yesterday? I cannot promise anything. Oh, Oh, my. (laughs) Well, Ken, are you ready to play maybe a prize, maybe punishment? And you know what that means, don't you? Yes, I do, but I've never played a game on the phone ever. Ever? Ever. Well, since we mentioned now that it's maybe a prize, maybe punishment, that means there's prizes up for grabs if you're correct, and you'll be a winner today. 
cool. Yes, we've got uh, tickets to Indiana Caverns, and we've also got a pair of tickets to Holiday World for you if you're a winner today, Ken. Okay. All right. Now, if you say the word from yesterday, we're taking all of your prizes away from you. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a loser. Here we go, Ken. I'm going to give you this statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it all up, okay? Okay. You're more likely to be stung by a bee if you're eating a banana. Can I phone a friend? No. Oh, no. No. That's not, uh, no that's not Especially Dakota from Fort Bragg. Don't that's phone right. him. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with true. What'd you say again? True. Well, well, well. Ken, you've just won tickets to Holiday World and Indiana wow. Caverns because that is absolutely true. Congratulations. All right. I'm a winner. You are a winner. We might. I'll tell you what, Ken. For not saying that word, we're going to throw in a $20 gift certificate to Montana Mike's and Vincennes, too. How's that? You guys are awesome. Hey, well, you know, tell our boss that. <laughs> yeah. Ken, thanks for playing along this morning, and uh, congratulations. Well, there you go. Ken Gady of Fort Branch. Not only... Didn't cause us to violate FCC regulations. He also won tickets to Holiday World. Yes. And that is a true statement, Cliff. There's a chemical compound that gives bananas their taste. Yeah. And it also works as a, well, a pheromone that makes bees very angry when they smell it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it makes them angry. It makes them angry, oh, yes. no. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yep. Michelin Tires, Cliff got into the business of reviewing great restaurants throughout the world back in 1900, and they <laughs> call it the Michelin Guide. Yes. And do you have any idea, Cliff, why they would get into that business of going from tires to reviewing restaurants? My guess would be because if they reviewed a restaurant favorably people would want to travel to eat there thus wearing their tires out and having to purchase more cliff you took the words right out of my mouth that's exactly why they did that <laughs> I mean, it's just a guess the further you guessing. the further you have to go yeah the more you're you're going to need tires quicker so if you stay local it's like hey, we don't want you doing that <laughs> and all of that you yeah. can take straight to the bank well, he's got a point there, Cliff. Well, yeah. He is a grown man now. Yeah, he is. You're he, right. He could drop the Scotty part and just be Scott McCreary. <laughs> just be Scott McCreary. Although, although there was a character on Star Trek who was clearly older than that. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. He still went by Scotty. Yes, he did. So, But I kind of think Phil might be onto something there, Cliff. <laughs> Good to hear from Phil. That's two days in a row from the two McCracken Two days in man. a row we've gotten to hear a comment from... Phil McCracken. Pick a side. <laughs> we'll be safe and make good choices. And I'm sorry, we're open. Cliff, anything else said this morning? <laughs> That's the way I feel today. I'm sorry we're open. 
we need that sign for our show. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> right at six o'clock. I'm sorry. We're open. We're open. <laughs> <laughs> Morning roadshow phrases of the day. Start with number three. You're sticking your fingers in holes where everybody else has had their fingers. Number two, vice president of fecal matters. <laughs> well, that was predictable, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, too aggressive while kissing. I want that that'll, on my gravestone. <laughs> that'll that'll break a dude's dentures. I'm just saying. Yes, it will. Well, Cliff, let's be sorry we're open again tomorrow. How's that? At 6 a.m. See you then. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.